0: looking for podcasts to listen to check out our collection of shows on the brothers bear network first up brothers bear podcast a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies music and their love for everything geek or 88 miles per hour podcast where you hop into our delorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past including pop culture video games random life stories but mostly about the movies from our past There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better pancakes, or french toast. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network.
1: My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Dogcast. That's right, it's me joining with Rex Matthew George Smith. Actually, that's my dog. (laughs) My son gave him that full name. That's actually legally on his, uh, when we adopted him. So that's the the dog that you're hearing in the background. But yeah, so. So what we have in store for you today is the original episode three of 88 miles per hour podcast and that episode was back to the future it was our second movie that we did on this podcast and that's what we're going to be talking about is back to the future and then right after we finish talking about back to the future episode three you're going to hear little segments about like you know between six to ten minutes long from other episodes where back to the future got brought up and honestly, it's not necessarily just us bringing up like, oh, I love the DeLorean and I love better, better, better." No, no, no. It's actually those moments where you start questioning things about the film. We're like, wait a minute. How come, you know, his parents didn't recognize Marty of his being his high school buddy? Like, it's going to be moments like that, you know, stuff like that where I brought up through the show and you'll hear our past hosts, you know, joining in like Renata and Max talking about Back to the Future. Now, Freddie was supposed to be a part of this episode, but sadly he had an emergency and he couldn't record. So he's not going to, you're not going to hear his part in this episode, but don't worry when you listen to our final episode of the Jim Carrey month, the cable guy, he's going to, we're going to talk about back to the future. So you'll be able to hear him talk about back to the future. So, so for all our new listeners out there and everything, you know, that are in, what the hell am I saying? I don't know. (laughs) i should have this crap written down but anyways we'll have freddy talk about back to the future on our next episode but for this episode that's what we're gonna do also to song of the week it's like i'm giving you the greatest 80s film of all time and that's back to the future why not give you the greatest 80s song of all time so at the end of this episode you'll hear me go into detail about the song the artist why i picked it and everything and that's gonna be the song of the week right and then what oh and then also uh before i go please make sure if you if you want to check out uh our stories photo galleries check out everything about the brothers bear network please visit us at brothersbearnetwork.com uh if you're on a computer it looks much better the way it's set up the design yes you can look at it on your phone um but honestly to get the full experience i say you know, go on your desktop and check it out there. But yes, you could visit on your phone. You can see all the history of 88 miles per hour podcast. You could also check out all our other shows that are on the network. Uh, Also, too, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, because I'm not sure how to do it on Spotify. uh, But if you can do it on wherever you're listening, please make sure to rate and review us, especially on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us want to give a shout out to that's Life Podcast. They gave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys. Uh check out their show. It's a freaking hilarious show. Their most recent episode, I believe, is episode uh 198. Uh, they get into it right away. They start talking about some uh a new release by Run the Jewels, and then they get into Kanye and they jump to Michael Jackson. The thing is for me, like I, I, I don't listen to Run the Jewels, but them just talking about the music and everything and it's it's just the way they do it is freaking hilarious and then they get into a part with kanye about a a book like one of the guys his his book about his life and like seriously i had to message them and then like tell them like dude you guys have me effing laughing like like i would i was cracking up they they get into like the thing about prince versus michael jackson it's hilarious and at one point no lie I'm I'm doing my deliveries at night, so I'm going through these like residential areas that are freaking dark and whatnot to go do all, all my deliveries. And they're start they're talking about something scary. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? I'm not like, getting freaked out. And I'm like, you know, like the hell? I tuned in to laugh, not get scared. And it, it, I don't know. It just it, it, it's a good show. You guys got to check it out. Like I even wrote in my was like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? I'm like, I'm all freaking freaked out now. I'm all driving in there. like any t- any noise I hear, a cat or whatever. Especially the areas I. Delivered to every now and again, you'll see coyotes and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? I'm um, all just, I don't know. It's it, it's a good show. Like I I am especially their newest episode. Check it out. So thanks to those those guys for having you know leaving us a review. Uh, I plan to do something special come August after our Robin Williams month that we plan on doing next. Other than that, hopefully you enjoy this special episode of 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. Yes, I've been rambling. Sorry about that, but hopefully you enjoy this show. Thanks, guys. Episode Three Back to the Future, originally uploaded January twenty second, twenty fourteen. Okay. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the time. Where are we at in time? Oh, perfect. This is perfect timing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are now about to get into the, the hour at hand, the moment of our movie of the week. Right? We need a title. We seriously need a title. Someone, Yeah, we're it. like, yeah, we're
2: trying to give an epic title.
0: Yeah, we need a, a huge title. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to talk about one of the greatest films of all time. To me, it's the my, my favorite 80s movie. And the reason why I say my favorite 80s movie and not my favorite movie of all time and why I said one of the greatest is because it is really up there, like, so close at number one, but it ends up being my number two of my ultimate mov- favorite movie of all time. So, yeah. And a lot of you are like, whoa, what's your number one? Well, if you want to know what my number one movie is, head over to Brothers Bear Podcast, listen to that show, and you'll know my movie. Oh,
2: <laughs> you're such a tease. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> but let's... Just... Wait, what were you going to say?
2: I was saying, you made these people like all excited to know your number one, and you were like... <gasps> check out brothers big pockets like it was like more like the oh, check out brothers big Podcast. and i'm like oh, dude come on
1: like-
0: <laughs> i know i'm just teasing all right if you want to know my number one movie you know what let's have let's have fun right here if you honestly do want to know comment on our instagram and say hey i want to know and i'll respond back with the answer because then that tells us hey someone's listening right there and they want to know so yeah, so it's my number one movie. And honestly, if I tell you, you're going to uh, you could honestly agree with that and be like, "You know what? You're right. That is a really good freaking movie." Because I have yet to find one person who dislikes my number one movie. It is such a great movie for all around reasons. But anyways, let's get back. You know, the reason why Back to the Future doesn't reach that number one status cuz there's there's a few issues I have with this movie, but we'll get into it. So, Back to the Future was released Back in July 3rd of 1985, I remember my mom renting on Betamax Back to the Future because it was the one movie I didn't see in the theaters, but my mom did end up renting it for us. It was uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I I honestly, this isn't his masterpiece. His masterpiece is Who Frame Roger Rabbit. But for, you know, and I, you'll probably disagree with that, but I honestly, when we talk about Who Frame Roger Rabbit, I'll tell you why. That has to be Robert Zemeckis' huge masterpiece. It's also written by Bob Gale with Robert Zemeckis. And the music is done by Alan Silverster. I I know I I butchered his last name. But what's cool about this guy, he does really awesome scores. I know, Renata, you say you actually have the soundtrack to Back to the Future, right? Yes, I do. And it's a great soundtrack. Just like freaking, um, he also did the soundtrack for Who, Tra- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you listen to both back to back, they almost sound very similar. But I like that 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 Robert Zemeckis tends to use this guy to, to you know you know produce his music. So originally, you guys know the story of Back to the Future, the plot, you know, young boy is for some reason friends with some old man doc. I mean, if you think about it, Renata, imagine you're a mother and you find out your son, who's in high school, is friends with a 50-year-old man and is hanging out with him at 2 in the morning. I would be like, what the hell is going on here?
2: <laughs> but, but you know what, back in the day, it probably wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, it's probably like, what the hell's going on? Why are you hanging out with a 50-year-old man? Like... <laughs> I mean, like, back in the day, it wasn't such an issue where, you know, molestation was big. So <laughs> No, I, I, it,
0: it existed. It's just because of the internet, it's way out there now, and it's much easier for them to pull it off because they could get kids and stuff. But it existed back when kids you, were being don't kidnapped. Don't
2: you wish you, you were best friends with a doctor, like, 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 a, like a mad scientist? I would. I would be over his every day. I'd be like, Doc, what's the new invention? Doc, what's going on? Like, I, I would be obsessed.
0: Yeah, I have no issues with being fa- friends with the freaking dog. I just find it funny that no, like, did no one ever question that? Like, see, that's the thing.
2: The the teacher, did, the principal did.
0: Yeah, he's like, you're a slacker. <laughs> yeah, but he calls him a slacker because he's like, you're spending all your time with that nutball, you know, I can't remember the, the exact Emmet, line.
2: Emmett Brown McFly.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, Emmett, Dr I'm Emmett Brown Doc Brown and the thing is about that I wish I wish there would be a little bit of story of how Marty met Doc Brown like how did they even become friends that's the one thing you never find out in this whole entire movie now is it in the script i don't know but if if i want to go back to um to read some some stuff uh really quickly if we go to um if you one of my favorite websites um, is called crack.com and you could go and uh, there's this article talking about seven early terrible early virgin virgins <laughs> versions of great movies and it, in the original script because you could also read about that one of the early drafts is uh, I believe it, it, um, the time machine wasn't a Delorean it was uh, a freaking um, a refrigerator but they were afraid that kids would want to get into refrigerators and die, so they ended up taking that away.
2: I actually thought it was pretty clever. Like, you know, getting the most popular vehicle in the 1980s, the most hottest car, and making it into a time travel machine. Classic.
0: Yeah, and and also, too, like, I, I believe it's like, and in, the, in the original version of Marty's return trip to 1980s involving sneaking into a nuclear testing facility to use the force of a nuclear bomb to power the time machine that would have kicked a whole lot of ass in our opinion oh that was quoted on their end so yeah so so there was a there's a lot of stuff there like that i know there's like a weird like whole early script you know i mean it was like a darker version i'm not gonna read you could go find this but a lot of other stuff is just like you could do a lot of research reading about an imdb um but I, I don't want to give you facts or anything. I want to tell you why I love Back to the Future. Now, Renata, you've told me you love Back to the Future, correct?
2: Yeah, it's one. It's probably one. My fav, One of my favorite movies. Probably my number two. If you want to know my number two. Back okay. To
0: the well, I don't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm obviously I'm going to be talking a lot. But let, uh, let's hear your voice for right now. Tell us why you love back to the future what about what is it about back to the future what where do you stand on back to the future like what you said it's your like number two basically you know right behind breakfast club you know and already you have two 80s movies as your top films so tell us
2: because it just has so it has a great storyline like an unbelievable storyline and i remember watching it when i was a kid and it just it kept you interested when you're a kid you know you, like, you know, it's hard for a child to be really intrigued into a movie because there has to be some type of, you know, like, plot or some type of action that makes them, like, jump off their seats. And with me, Back to the Future is a type of movie, like, I want to know what's going on. It was, like, mystery meets action meets love story meets high school life. It was a mixture of every type of genre. Yeah. And... It, it it reminded you of like a of a dream in a sense like with the music in the background like and and just like very how do i put it like it it was it was i mean it was just very very just awesome it was it was just all over the place meaning in a good way it was just like there were so many things going on mm-hmm. and all the characters were very, like, they showed their true Like, they over-exaggerated their emotions. Like, the type of people, like, you know, just who they were. And um, I'm a hopeless romantic, so it was nice to see the ending. So, I like that. So, I I gotta be honest with you. I really, I just, it's one of my favorite movies. It makes me laugh, and you catch different things every time you watch it. So, it's cool.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's true. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, I love why you love it. I mean that's the thing, like, we we want to get into our films of why we love it, you know, I don't want to give you a lot of, I mean, we'll throw out info here and there, but, uh, you know, obviously, if you love Back to the Future, you probably know that, for those of you who don't, um, uh, but anyways, my love, why I love Back to the Future, it's just, like you said, it, it is, it is a great story, like, the idea behind it comes off, like, you know, it, he, a, a young, a young kid is friends with the doc, and, he ends up using his machine just to get away from a bunch of Libyan terri- terrorists. And he ends up traveling back in time to, you know, freaking, what was it, November 5th, 1955. He travels back the day Doc Brown bumped his head on the sink and developed the flux capacitor, the thing that makes time travel possible. And at that point, when he when he ends up traveling back, he ends up rubbing into his parents. And he causes a whole freaking the space-time continuum, Fs everything up. And now he has to be able to get his parents back together, you know, because at the dance, they got to dance. And if they don't, if they don't play the song, then they don't dance. And if they don't dance, they don't kiss. And if they don't kiss and I, you know, I mean, it's it all. A- yeah. And and, and and it's awesome because it's like you have this whole, there's so much suspense. I mean, even the scene when at the end, when he, like, that's one of the best climactic scenes in a movie where all he's trying to do is get back in time. And you see Doc, the, the cord gets disconnected doc is hanging and at the same time marty is trying to start the freaking car but if you notice one thing huge 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 freaking plot hole he says doc says right when the alarm goes off you go you take off and what happens alarm goes off car won't start marty car won't start so imagine imagine if his car actually started the moment the alarm went off he would, oh. he would have missed it. He would have missed his point. He would have he would have been ahead too much uh, uh, in speed so that by the time the lightning strike, he would have missed it and he would have never. So it was good that his car stalled. Everything happens for a reason and that was the reason why that car stalled because the timing was off. He, the car needed to stall in order for him to have enough time to get that car to turn right back on and travel back in time. But that whole scene is just awesome. There's a lot of comedy you know, like I said, there's suspense. There's no horror in it. It's not a horror movie. There's, there's, you know, there is drama. You know, he talks about his family. and But it's a great freaking movie, you know. And it could have been a way different movie. Originally, it was Kat, Eric Stoltz was playing the role of Marty McFly. But they felt like he was just too serious, too much of a, like, his, his acting was just... It was like, whoa, it's like, all right, we need to dial it back. We need more comedy. Because he was playing it very, like, just serious, like, you know. And they ended up changing roles at that point. And what happened was they brought in, you know, freaking uh, Michael J. Fox. And I remember, if you go to Universal Studio Hollywood, if you ever get, like, a VIP thing of it, like, there's this letter where they they saying, like, we're going to use Michael J. Fox. I know he has a schedule with silver, I mean, a silver spoons. Um Uh, family ties, but we're going to use him for a certain amount of weeks. So yeah, so he was balancing both, but it was a great decision because that movie just made me fall in love with the DeLorean, man. I I, That's my dream car. I I, I know one day, I swear to God, one day I'm going to have that freaking car. I'm going to have the DeLorean. I've written in one, you know, but I'm going to have a DeLorean, man. But yeah, back to the future, just a great movie. But just like every movie, they have their flaws, you know. And you know what those flaws are. I I, We've talked about this before, but... (laughs) the flaws one of the things is like they really just skip the fact that biff tannen was gonna rape lorraine mcfly <laughs> until freaking here comes george mcfly and says hey you get your damn hands off her <laughs> and then that's what happened door opens he's like i think you got the wrong car mcfly he's like just step back or whatever you know and then that's when he's like no biff get your damn hands off her. And then he's like, (laughs) that's one of my
2: favorite lines in the entire movie.
0: And then he gets (laughs) up, you know, and he punches him. Right. But what happens when he was there, even he was all fondling her. Who knows what he touched, you know? And, and at the, at the end of the freaking movie, what do they do? You know, when when, when uh when they see Biff, when he tells me, like, what happened to the car? It's like it got cracked. You know, it's got total. Like, when the hell did this happen? Why am I the last to know? He's like, calm down, <laughs> calm down. There's a perfect, reasonable explanation for this. They look out. See the car? Biff is waxing it right now. He's like and then he's like, "Oh, I'm just starting the second call right now." He's like, no. hey, "Biff." <laughs> oh, <come "Yeah." laughs> or, all right, all right, all right. I'm good. You know, I just finished, the first, you know, whatever. He's like, "Ah, that Biff, such a character." And what like do he's they
2: welcome back in the house? Like he's just like he's just like a friendly neighborhood friend from high school. Exactly.
0: And what do they do? They they thank him. They say if it wasn't for Biff, we would have never fallen in love. So you're basically saying if it wasn't for Biff trying to rape you? We wouldn't have gotten together? Like, really? Like, this guy he he tried to rape. And what do they do? They and, and they end up going to dance instead of being like, let's get the cops. This guy just just freaking sexually assaulted you. He's like, let's go dance. And the, you know, in the freaking what is it? Uh... He,
2: he, he sexually harassed her many times. I'm surprised that like she didn't say anything before, especially like in the lunchroom. Like that would that that's sexual harassment, man. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe like I don't know why was she so terrified. I mean, I don't understand. Like, what was his obsession with Lorraine Mc? McFly- not Lorraine McFly, Lorraine Baines. Like, I really want to know what was his so obsession with her. Like, well, they don't. They don't need to get into that story too. Like, while well, he was a,
0: he, he, his obsession with her was he was uh remember he it was sexually because he was peeping on her. Remember that?
2: Not when was he doing that?
0: Remember, he was on the tree. Are you talking about George McFly? Oh, you're talking about Biff. Uh, Biff, yeah. My bad. Well, because in the time, maybe she was like, you know, he was like, this is, here's the good girl. I want to, you know, corrupt her. I mean, you know, and that's probably why he had that obsession with her. And
2: she wasn't too good. She was doing things in the car with her son. Like, oh, I know. She was smoking, she was drinking. She was like, she wanted to do bad things in the car. I mean, like, and, and you know, the son just like mom like he doesn't want to say mom but like he's just literally like wants to throw up
0: yeah and then she's like drinking and she's like what the hell and it's funny because in earlier in the movie when she's like, like the one thing when you could always catch little things earlier in the movie she's like i don't like that jennifer uh you know, he's like, I would never sit in a car with a boy. Or, no, she tells that to the daughter, right? And she's like, I, you'd never catch me sitting in a car with boys, you know, this and that. And she ends up doing that, sitting in a car, drinking with a boy. Like, she was bad herself. And that's why he's, like, shocked by it, you know? But, uh, again, like, you know, George McFly comes and save the day. And then they go to where they end up dancing at the Chapman of the Sea Dance, you know? Yeah. And And what happens? They end up dancing to one of the greatest songs, you know, freaking... Earth angel. Remember, he's like, you, you're not slithered for all you ladies. And young. they're all dancing. And then some stupid guy comes. He's like, get out of here, George. i got to take your girls. I'll start dancing and all this.
2: Like, that was so, like, why do they have to add that? I was like. Yeah,
0: and then he, like, pushes him. He's like, get out of here. And he pushes them. Dude,
2: that kid was a geek himself. Like, I don't understand I what know. was This, I was like, why? Like, she didn't even, like, I don't know why she sat there and took it. Like, why is she sitting there dancing? She could went, like, backed off herself. Like, why did she have to wait for George McFly to, like, you know. What did she do? She's like, George!
0: George! And then that's when Marty's, like, disappearing, and he's looking at his cheap visual effects hand, going, oh! god my hand's falling come on george what are you doing and he's like that you know the marvin berry and the starlighters they're like hey boy you're right and he's like <laughs> i can't play i can't play and there's george he's like come on and then george out of nowhere he pushes him. what did he do Tuesday. yeah he and gets he her
2: straight down and you don't see that guy anywhere you don't see him getting up you don't see him trying to punch like you know george in the face it's like all right
0: yeah, and then he ends up getting her, and they end up kissing, and then he pops up. Earth angel, earth angel, and then, then then and then what happens? The freaking when 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 they ask him, he's like, "Hey, come on, play another one." He's like, "Nah, I gotta go, guys." He's like, "Come on," he's like, "All right," he's like, "This is an oldie from where I'm from," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then what does he end up playing, you know, freaking Johnny Be Good, and then that's when like now he's popular. Like, hey George, you ever think about ra- running for class president? Like, it's so <laughs> stupid just because he punched someone like now he's popular like he's all cool and they're all dancing and that scene was cool man i just you know my favorite part for those of you who know chuck berry you know chuck berry is the guy who actually wrote you know johnny would be good he he was like a king of guitar back in the day but it's funny for that for those of you that's that,
2: from philadelphia
0: oh he was mm-hmm. oh that's awesome and chuck berry freaking like it, i like that scene because he you know his it's his his cousin, and he calls to the phone, he's like, Marvin You gotta, Bar- yeah, you gotta hear this, come on. It's, it's the, the newest thing, he's like, It's your cousin, Marvin Barry, you know, and then right there, he's calling Chuck Barry, he's like, You gotta hear this, you know?
2: He's like, Yo, Chuck, it's your cousin, your cousin, Marvin Barry, you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. And they're like, It's like crazy. But like, I think the funniest character in that entire movie, and my mom can agree on this too. Is George McFly?
0: Yeah. So Let McFly me guess. McFly. You think he's cute, right?
2: No, he ha- like he has that adorable side to him. But yes, I think he's adorable and everything. But I mean, the- just some of the stuff that he says. Like in the beginning, she's like, "What was that, George? Bird watching?" He's like, "What, Lorraine? What?" <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up. He's like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, that's true." Because he gets all scared. Because like, like, "What were you doing, anyways, George?"
2: <laughs> and, then, and then the lamp. He's like, "Ah, ah, ah." Yeah. Just like, two other things that I love about with him, he's like, where like he's doing laundry and they just clean, and and Marty McFly is like explaining the whole scenario where he's has to like you know, mess around with his mother just to save the day. He's like, you know, George, you know, girls are gonna get hostile when guys try to take advantage of them. Oh, you mean you're gonna touch her on the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like, shaking with the bristles. He's like, no, no. And then like, I love when he says, um, when he Stop tells him, him to go into the kitchen. Going to the cafe oh, to okay. talk to Lorraine, and he was like, "You know, whatever George, just whatever comes around He's like, "Nothing's coming to my mind." Jesus, George, I was wondering how I was even born. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing. He's <laughs> like, "I'm, I, I'm your density." What? I, I mean, I'm your destiny. <laughs> and, and then
2: it's adorable. I would go. I would be like, "You're so adorable." Like, forgot. I would just like hug go and I'd be like, "Oh my God, you made me <laughs>
0: fly." I thought I told you never come in here and it's like ah ruined it damn
2: it like you just say i like when I have to save his life because he's a dork you know like my father is a dork you know and it's hard to say that
0: <laughs> and, and no. that's when he tells him the curse so he's like hey, you get your Dan Ham. He's like, you think I should curse that? Like, yes, damn it, George, curse. <laughs> I love it. He's a great, it's a great curse. <laughs>
2: yes, god damn it, George, swear.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know those lines right there perfectly. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. Look at us, how much we just talking about a character. And it's a whole array of all these characters. I love Biff, how he's a moron. You know, he's like... It was like yo know, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> but I think that was from the next film though. I don't think he did that in the first film. Yeah, he didn't do that though.
2: How he did in the first film? He's like he grabs him by the collar the the lunchroom. is like I'm gonna cut you a break.
0: Oh yeah you yeah. Know, yeah. Make
2: a tree, get out of here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody throws a paper plane at Strickland, and uh, uh, that, you know. Tried- you, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's like, well, what am I? I don't know why. It has nothing to do really with the movie. That's my favorite scene for some reason. I always laugh because you see Strickland right there and then a paper plane by, and you hear someone go, ah! and that's all you hear.
2: I makes <laughs> part too all the time. Like, my like mom's like, why are you laughing? I was like, because the part is so random and it's great. And then he all hears the random, like, see back up yeah. <laughs> you, know? you just see this the, the shot of like the empty seat where george sadden here <laughs> yeah. oh my God, there's so many like awesome awesome things in that movie
0: yeah the one all right here's another thing that i never understood that they never answered okay marty mcfly is trying to warn doc he's like the night i go back you know to you know 1985 that I mean 85 yeah I said okay the time I go back you know <laughs> there's gonna be the Libyan terrorists whatever and they're gonna attack you so he's trying to warn him right excuse <laughs> sorry. and then what happens freaking he um he uh Christ Christ what, what was I thinking oh okay okay when he tries to warn him talk like what is this you uh, know I'm not supposed to know my friends and he rips the he rips the letter right yeah well at the end when when Marty's with him, he's like, "How did you know?" And then, and that's when freaking he shows him the letter. He ripped the letter. How the hell did he have the letter? I don't know. He, I don't stopped,
2: get it. he, I, he must have stuffed it in his pocket because he didn't throw it away. He probably like went and put it back in his pocket. Mm. But I don't I don't like how he says, you know, why well, I figured what the hell? Like why all of a sudden was it what the hell? Like what made you? Like did you have a few drinks one night, Doc, and you just were like, oh see what's going on here mm. you know i mean honestly if i knew something terrible was going to happen in my future i would want to know about it you know i would want to survive this and that you know yeah but what i want to know is why like in the end like where he randomly comes up with the delorean and he says marty you have to come back I and mean, be back to the future what made him go what made him figure out like like why did he like because he said he was going to go to different places in the future, and the past, and this and that. Yeah. Made him go back to Hill Valley in the year 2000, what was it 2015? Yeah. Which is next year, which is pretty cool. Seriously. And, uh, and like, you know, all of a sudden, like, just, there's so much crap and, and drama revolving around Marty's family. Like, w- like, you know, it was just random. Yeah. I mean, I know
0: oh, and go on.
2: Sorry. I know I'm, I'm saying I know it was a random part, but I mean, like...
0: Why? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If he knows about the future, why travel to the future? Just be like, you know what? Just on this day, tell your son, don't do that. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> you know, like, all right, hey, uh, one day your kids, because that's what it is. He's like, he's like, what is it? We'll become a bunch of assholes or something. And he's like, oh, no, 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 Marty. It's your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. And then they go travel back. He's like, hey, ro- hey doc, you're going to have to pull back if you're going to want to go up to 88 miles per hour. And he's like, Roads where we're going, we don't need roads. And the best part, car lifts up, you know, flies forward and what does it go? Boom, you know, and it disappears and then you hear the freaking bang. Dent, dent. You know, so you hear oh I played the wrong freaking song. But you know what I'm playing, people. There <laughs> you go. There we go, boom. Alright, anyways, so yeah, but the one thing is, why do they need to go to the future in order to stop something that hasn't happened? They could easily prevent it without having to travel to the future. You know, that's all it is. It's like they could have easily just been like, don't let your kid go to school or whatever. Or he could have played himself, you know, as his father, since he looks like his father, just older, put some prosthetics and be like, hey, son, you're not going anywhere today. You know, I don't know. It was kind of dumb. Like there was no there was no reason for the future. But anyways, go on.
2: No, I, you're totally right. But the one thing, actually, I just figured it out, and I've always questioned this. You know when he's sitting in the car and he's about to get ready to go and go back to, like, 1985? He says, wait, I got a time machine. I can just go back and warm. Ten minutes ought to do it. Ten minutes? You're in the friggin' of the middle of the malls on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, Hill Valley. Ten minutes? You might want to make it a good two to three hours. Like, exactly. I
0: mean, like, why ten minutes? That was so stupid. He cut it close, and that's why he got there so late.
2: Ten minutes ought to do it.
0: What a, yeah, what a bastard. And, you know, here's a little cool tr- uh, tidbit trivia. Um, even though every time I always say I'm from Los Angeles, I'm actually, I currently live in a city called West Covina, California, in the San Diego Valley. Well, close by is this mall called the Puente Hills Mall in the City of Industry. Right there is where they filmed that whole scene of Back to the Future. That our mall is famous for it because that's the, the mall. They use it so it's it's close by. So so that's I just want to share that with our fans. So that's the one thing I have back to the future. You wanna know where my love stands with Back to the Future? I have the poster prints up on my wall. I have I bought four Lego Back to the Future toys. The reason why I bought four one, I'm leaving unopened, and I bought three so I could build each model of the year. I have a, I have a DeLorean. I, I am constantly daydreaming, like one day of having my DeLorean. It's my dream car, like literally, that's my dream car. Everyone else is like, oh, my dream car is like a Mustang GT, blah blah blah, all this and that, whatever, a Bentley, so on and silver. So Mine is like a DeLorean. I want a DeLorean, you know? I'm
2: the same as you. Like my, my car that I want is from Greece. I want. I want the pink 1950s car like the pink ladies have, and I want to drive it. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we continue. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like, I don't have, like, an updated car I want. I want an old-fashioned car.
0: Awesome. Well, we have a little time, so y- you guys are probably thinking, like, where do I stand on the trilogy of Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Obviously, we can, you know, have an episode devoted to Back to the Future 2 and 3, Um, They're each because we want to focus on movies but just for the episode for the sake of like you know uh, adding you know some some material to the whole back to the future talk this is where i stand on my movies back to the future one obviously because it's the first film but right literally right there where sometimes i feel it could it could pass it up but it's just right below it is back to the future three and i think back to the future two is the worst of the three
2: it just, I think it's too dark. It's what? I, it's, it's too, it's dark. I feel like it's, I mean, I know like you have to somewhat put a dark just type of feel to the movie, but I feel like it was just so concentrated on bits. Like it, it was unnecessary. Part two, right? Yeah, part two. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it was it was it was cool. I mean, like I like the whole futuristic park and like you know. But as soon as it started getting to like back to nineteen eighty five, but the new nineteen eighty five, yeah. you know, uh, it, it kind of like freaked me out. I was like, why all of a sudden did it go so bad? Why? How did it get so bad to this? You know what I mean? And
0: well, you don't I'm, understand that.
2: Oh no, I understand it because like you know, Biff had so much money that he controlled. Yeah, he Lee, created he controlled- an
0: alternate timeline.
2: Yeah, but like it was it was just very like I don't know, it was just too dark.
0: My issues with part two is that they relied too much on rehashing old material. Yeah, they had a hoverboard chasing, but they, they basically reshot the chasing from the first film. You know? It's like okay, what was the point of that? Also, too, a lot of the stuff from the first film, again, Marty just happened to be there and you see all the footage. So it was kinda like part one adding an extra character in the background that's all it really was that's why i didn't feel it was so original because it's like all they're doing is taking everything from the first film and including it in the second film that's why i love part three because it's such a different movie part three that takes place in the old west like they don't you know they don't rehash anything there is no chase scene like around the the town square you know like there's so much and actually i just want to throw this cool little tidbit that uh, Michael J. Fox, that scene where he's being hung, you know, and Doc saves him, that yeah. that scene, he's literally choking. He almost died doing that scene. There is an issue where he's actually is truly choking in that scene. So when you watch that scene, just know that he almost died because that scene is real. He's literally choking to well, death. Did,
2: well, why, They had no like.
0: I did, think there is an error. They messed up on something. I cannot. Oh, remember. I'm
2: surprised you didn't sue. So- like did he did he freak you
0: out I don't, I don't think so i think he figured like hey you know it's uh it works for the scene i guess maybe he. i think he got mad at the guy like after you or something i can't remember where the hell i heard this story but i know it's by a credible source it may have been by by christopher lloyd on an on a uh, he was a guest on another podcast i think i think that's where i heard it but i could be wrong um but yeah so, so there's you know that's uh let me see where we're at on time all right perfect yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen that's our talk of Back to the Future, the movie, part one. Uh, sometime down the road, we'll be getting into part two and three. Um, we'll give them their own, you know, you know, I mean, we could easily do part two right now. It sucks. Okay, the end.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Episode 17, Popeye. Uploaded May 19th, 2014. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so before we get into the movie, um i I honestly I want to talk about something because earlier I was like, all right, you know, I did laundry and stuff I'm like, you know I got let me just hang my clothes so I don't know if you do this um fans or you know it's talking to Renata right now, I don't know if you do this, but do you ever have just like the TV on like you try to find like you're not even gonna be watching the the movie, but if you're gonna be like say cleaning your room or something, you try to find something on the TV like you would l- watch. If you were sitting down watching, because I did like, that, like, I'm like, I need to find something.
2: Yeah, I, I've done that to- before, because I feel like that it'll distract me from the, just the pain of just doing laundry in silence. Yeah. So, if, I, if something distracts me, like laundry, like, if my mom tells me, not to do the laundry, and I'd be like, okay, I will literally search through the channels until I find something that I will... Seriously, like to enjoy watching. Why? Okay,
0: right on. So, so the point of that being was that um, I was like, all right, I gotta hang all my stuff and everything, and like you know, plus I wanted just to fix up my room in general. So as I was like fixing everything up, I I just put on the TV and and right then and there they were showing. It was towards the tail end of that remake of Lost in Space, and I I don't know. Why, I started watching it. Um, and then the movie had ended so i'm like all right i can't continue hanging my clothes if the movie's over so I, i found i'm like hey they're showing back to the future so i was watching back to the future right and here's one thing when when you listen to people talk about back to the future you could go on websites and people talk about back to the future there's one thing i have yet to ever hear anybody talk about and I want to bring this up before somebody beats me to it or crack.com beats me to it. Because those bastards tend to sometimes beat me to stuff when I haven't even got the opportunity to talk about it. And then I don't want people thinking, oh, you stole that from crack. I'm like, we all think alike if you're just a nerd like this. But here's the thing. Okay. So what happens after Marty, you know, causes, you know, George McFly to go and freaking beat up Biff. And then, you know, they, he travels back to 1985. What happens ...to the new house. What what happens, Renata?
2: It He just becomes more successful. Like, the house outside doesn't change, but inside it's just, like, all new furniture practically, and they're, like, rich. Yeah,
0: okay. Now, here here's, here's my question. So, when you look at the brother and the sister, you can tell the brother's successful because he's like, what are you wearing? He's like, I always wear a suit to the office. So, you could tell, obviously, he's successful. That's what they're trying to represent because he has a suit... He goes to the office, so he's successful. You look at the sister again; she doesn't look all like cheesy or whatever, like nip, typical eighties. Even she's dressed up all nice. You see George McFly, you know, and Lorraine McFly again, all dressed up. They look; everybody looks nice. They're they're trying to show you that they're freaking, you know, they're they're financially sta- like they're rich in a sense. You know, they're living well off. Even the inside is all nice compared to earlier. Now. If the future changed and everybody changed, the way they dress even, the way they look, like, everything's changed, why did the photograph stay the same?
2: I guess the fact that, like, because the whole main part was, like, are they existing or are they non existent Yeah,
0: but see, the thing is, is that that means if that photograph exists, that means that it would also change. That photograph in the future would change
2: or like you know like or that photo would have never existed like meaning like you know if they never took that picture the Chief well
0: no no, no 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 like it shows that that photo was still taken but the brother and sister i believe wouldn't be dressed like dorks that's what i
2: said i just said they wouldn't be dressed like that we dressed in nice clothes oh,
0: okay okay sorry i didn't hear that it's because you know i'm just gonna put the earphone on so i can hear you clearly okay but but yeah like that's the one thing i was just like what the hell i i, I never thought of that before but i was just like Yeah, wouldn't they look different? Because when you look at the brother, he has his high shorts and he's, like, waving, like, hi, mom, style. Like, he looks like a huge dork. The sister has class of 1985 or 82. I don't know what year she graduated in, um, but it's 80-something. I mean it's 84. Really? Okay. Yeah, and you look at them and, and, and then you see Marty. So they all, like, represent what they were before he traveled back in time. So the moment that... George freaking kiss Lorraine, and everybody reappears, the sister and the brother should have reappeared as something completely different because their lifestyles are so different now, they wouldn't look like that.
2: Well, I they, I guess they wanted to show, like, because if they were to do that, then then Marty would have been like, well, this looks wrong. You yeah, know? and well, also, I-,
0: I mean, I get it. You're right, you're right. I, I agree with you. As
2: it w- it would have been a whole nother problem with Doc. And he would be like, Doc, you know, they came back, but why do they look this way? Why do they look different? Or maybe it was a day off. Maybe they could just, like, make, maybe they could make something up and be like, you know, oh, it was probably on their day off when, you know, he wasn't at the wall and he was just, like, dressed. Maybe that's how the brother dresses regularly.
0: Well, maybe. I know what it is. Honestly, it's- I know what it is. It's, it's the surprise factor. That's what it is. Because. Yeah. They, As as like the writer and like the filmmaker and all that in that movie, what they're thinking is like if we show this now, it's going to give away that surprise when he walks out to the living room and you have that comedic effect where he walks past the living room all half awake and then he goes back like, what the hell? And then he sees everybody's like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's breakfast, you know? So it, that's the joke. That's the joke right there. So if we saw that image as them looking like more professional, dressed differently, it would obviously give us an idea like, okay, something's different, you know. So I get what they were doing, but I want to nitpick and talk about the movie. <laughs> so in reality, they should have changed. The picture should have changed. If the if the if we're trying to stay true to the way everything plays out, the picture would have changed. So that that's one thing I have yet to hear anybody talk about or rant about and that's the first time that like i I felt like i better be the first you know like i I mean dibs yeah i I call dibs but seriously i i have i mean fans if have you've heard it you've heard all about like you know george mcfly and like how like oh you know marty like you know wouldn't it be weird that marty looks exactly like his parent like the guy that they met you know you know stuff like that you've heard that that argument you i mean there's so much we've even talked about it where like you know it's like when the car doesn't even start at the time it's supposed to so it kind of drag like there's so many things about it but honestly it's like first that's
2: about why would he give his real name that's what i don't understand like he's like so you know some people call me marty you know, like, you know, like, and why is he going to use his real name?
0: You yeah. Know? And then and name their kid Marty and then later on grow up to look at, because, all right, Renata, you are I mean, you're out of high school already, but I can guarantee you there's probably some people that you met in high school that you don't talk to anymore, but if you saw them again, you'd be like, oh, I remember you from high school. Yeah. You're not going to forget what they look like. Even me, I'm 32 years old. If I see somebody from high school, and in which I have, I'd be like, oh, I remember them from high school. I know who they are. So like, in the future, if you're you're gonna see someone, you're gonna be like, Holy hell, my kid looks exactly like that guy, and I'm gonna be like, Lorraine, what the, <laughs> you know?
2: Like, I mean, do see? That's what I don't understand. Or maybe, or maybe because they never mentioned like, you know, Calvin Klein, aka Marty, you know? Yeah. Their words.
0: And at you the know, same time, aren't they going to question like, whatever happened to that guy? Where did he go? Or maybe, what... or
2: maybe, or maybe like their memory just got lost. You know, like you maybe you could think like that, or maybe like they. I don't know, because I'm trying to like save the movie from becoming like you know like why would they why would they do that? There, why... There's
0: a lot of plot holes. I mean, come on, the most famous number one plot hole in that whole damn entire movie. Is the freaking terrorist? I brought it up already. I brought it up. I don't even know if it was the last episode. Um, no, we it brought it up in part two. Part
1: two. two. You brought
0: yeah. Up part... The the terrorist. They flipped their car. That's it. They didn't die. So what happened there? You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were probably still alive.
0: Yeah, so that's one. So the, the honestly, the picture uh, again. I mean, freaking who knows it bothers i mean it bothers me but i never i never really put that together i was like cuz i think the brother has a mickey mouse shirt and then the sister has her 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 graduation shirt
2: Class of 1984 yeah
0: and they're so successful so they're not going to look like dorks they they're showing us in the future they dress better that's what they're telling us in order to if you're successful that means you dress better and earlier they he's in this freaking uh burger king uniform she's dressed all typical 80s you know the mom looks sorry. heck yeah so yeah so again that picture should be completely different but yeah I so that's all i want
1: huh i
2: didn't know <laughs> <Sorry>. I didn't. <laughs> there's
0: renata young and everybody
2: sorry folks i didn't know it was a burger king uniform
0: it was it I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's. I I, was I
2: McDonald's because it was like red and had like a yellow cap on.
0: probably. I don't know. I just like when he's like, I gotta go, I'm gonna be late and she's like, You give your mother a kiss He's like, Oh come on, mom
2: You <laughs> can watch your mouth. You give your mother a kiss before you leave. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. I always like that part, right? It there.
2: was meant to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then that's when he says, That was so stupid. <laughs> Grandpa hit him with the car. And every time I always
2: I To the fish under the sea dance. No, it was the enchantment under the sea dance.
0: I just love how they're like they're filling us in with like, you know, the the information Marty's gonna need. So that's why she has to retell the story. But make it seem so nonchalant so that Marty can hear this, so he can later on use this in the movie so that it, it explains why Marty knows all of this and why it's so fresh in his mind, because the mother had to explain this once again, but I, I still love George because I know you brought it up in the back to the future episode, the one like I think episode two, but every time I hear you know and he's watching and he laughs, he's like ha, 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 or however however how does he do it uh, 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 yeah, there uh. you go, you
2: see he laughs like they count. Like, from Sesame Street. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but... You know what? I really wish the scene that they kept in... And what? I, like... Because I've sold all the deleted scenes from Back to the Future. Yeah. And... Because I have, like, the special edition and
0: everything. Like oh, that. wow. Watch out. Miss McFly oh, oh, over here. Oh, the hyphen
2: future okay, McFly. Probably every geek in America probably has that edition. Yeah, that's true. Everyone knows that edition I'm talking about. Like, that real shiny, like, blue edition with, like, all three. Okay. Anyway, um... <laughs> So, there's the one scene, like, well, this is a normal scene in the movie, where, like, George when they're at the the dinner table, and then George pulls all the peanut brittle, and it just, like, falls all over the place. He's like, don't worry, Marty, you know, just leave all those headaches, and he's just chewing on them, and he's trying to, like, eating all that peanut brittle, and he's trying to give it to Marty, and he's, like, shaking his head, like, no, no, thanks. I really wish they would put the scene of, like, the Girl Scout girl, like, you know, at the door, and the, the father's like, hey, McFly, you know, um my daughter's selling peanut brittle, this and that. And remember, like, he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he buys, like, all the rest of the boxes, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Holy crap. You know what? I don't remember that scene. I mean, I haven't seen that special edition in a while. Like, I mean, I have them, but I haven't watched the deleted scenes in, like, it's probably been, like, maybe three or four years since I've actually watched those scenes again. So I don't even remember that scene. So there's what? There's a Girl Scout?
2: Okay, so... The other, uh, I guess, the doorbell rings or something, and, and George and Marty or they go to the door, and the and I guess the neighbors like he's like Yo McFly, he's like Oh my daughter is selling um you know peanut brittle, you know are you gonna buy a box or whatever, and he's like Oh I don't know like or something like that, like, you know like being old George McFly, and yeah. he, she's and then he's like Oh you know McFly if you don't like buy the rest of these boxes and you know, my daughter's not gonna be in the jamboree or something like that, she's so like All right here no. you go. Hold on. And,
1: you know,
2: know, just uh, I, I forget. Hold on, yes. hold on. Well,
1: what was he not uh, Son,
3: I, I know it's hard for you to understand, um, but the fact is, I'm just, I'm not a fighter. <sighs> Try it once, okay? For me, just say no.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Hey, fly. My kid here is selling peanut brittle for a team. It's five dollars a box. I put you down for a case, okay?
3: out in the
0: car i'll go get it see we only have to go to one house house? (laughs) 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 yes i forgot about that man i have not seen that scene in forever oh my gosh oh dude that's i mean that jump man i mean you're right They uh, why okay continue going as to why they should have left it in
2: yeah because it makes i mean like like, it was a, it, it would have been a really funny scene if, like, they showed that part. And then, like, they showed the peanut butter just falling all over the place. And he's just, like, eating it, like, right then and there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I was like, why are they showing that? Like, it makes, like... Because it wouldn't be as funny as if they would have kept that scene in.
0: I liked it. I liked it because, like, it really shows how, how much of a loser dweeb his father is. Like, it adds even way more... Because it, in in the other part, it, like, without that scene, it only shows that he's he's a pushover with, with Biff only. It's just Biff. But with this, it shows that his life is just like this, that anybody can push it over. Because when you travel back in time, you see others messing with him. Not just Biff. You see, you know, they put the, 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 the thing on his back, you know, and they say, like, you know, yeah. kick me. In which I still don't understand why the principal would not be like, hey, you're, you know, this sucks. These these people are messing with you. Let me remove this sign off of you. It's not his fault. Yet he, I know, you always defend that scene.
2: I know, but he's, no, I'm not defending it. It's it's an old, like, I just know this because my grandparents talk about this, like, all the time. Like, they really looked at them as, like, men. Like, it was, like, shameful for you to get picked on. You know, like, they would never be like, you know, oh, leave him alone, this and that. Like, you're a slacker. You're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to let people, like, just take over you, like, this and that. Like, you know, just, you know, just step all over you.
0: So, so it's more as a man going up to him as another man being like, it's just, it's just what are you doing? Up, yeah, like-
2: yeah, remember Strickland says that? He's like, shape up, man. And then he says, you're a slacker. You want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? And he shows him the sign, and he just crumbles it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess so. I mean... It, I mean, it still bothers me because he, it seems like he gets mad at him for it, you know? But I, I get it. I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, you see him being picked on by everybody, that he's just a loser. Even right before he kisses Lorraine, another guy steps in and goes... It's the same Beep. one. Yeah, he's a beat make McFly. And then he... and
2: fly he, he, I'm cutting in. <laughs> and
0: yeah, and then he pushes him off tough and he falls to the floor and he kisses Lorraine and, you know, doon doon and he stands up like the whole earth angel, earth angel, you know? But yeah. why not show us that in, in, in when he's currently in the future, in the beginning? That's why, like, I think that scene, you're correct. They should have left that scene in because it would have shown how much he has not changed from his past. And then also it's kind of funny. Like, it's it's a funny scene where the guy just doesn't even knock. He just opens the door and be like, hey, yo, McFly. You know, he's like, uh, he's like I put you down for a box. And he's like okay he's like all right and then he he leaves like see we only had to do one house like right away like he knows it's like dude this is how much a loser mcfly is you know come on uh daughter we're gonna go you know freaking sell this don't worry we'll just go next door and that was it
1: so yeah
0: yeah, they should have left that scene in um and also too it's like it's so cheesy that right away like he beats up biff and everybody's like hey mcfly you ever think you're running for class president like (laughs) so I mean, I love this movie, but it's some stuff that's just so stupid. Like, really? Like, you're going to run for class president? Like, hey, McFly! Like, they say all these stupid stuff. Like, you know? Like, I don't know. I, it, it just, I'm watching.
2: Because he became the big man on campus. Yeah, like right you know? at that
0: moment. Like, really? Like, just because he punched a man? Like, all right, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know what I don't understand, too, is, like, just by one punch, Biff, you're going to be, you're going to, like, all right. I mean, I can understand, like, showing respect towards McFly. Like, you know, I'm never going to bother you again. But being afraid of him, I don't yeah. understand
0: that. Yeah, you're know right. What I mean? Why don't he go, why, why wouldn't he go back and be like, if there's McFly and he gets himself a shank and just like, bah, ba ba you know, like a, you know, a prison, <laughs> like a prison shank, like right there. Like one day during lunch, you know, McFly sitting down and Biff just shows up and just stabs him like five times on it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and he hands
0: it off to, you know, 3D.
2: <laughs> I love, I honestly love that character. Like no one gives that guy respect.
0: Oh I mean, like, man, that I would have been right name. there. We would have respected the man because he, he He got right there. He he took the knife from him and walks away. I've been back like, hey, dog McFly. This is what you get. This is for Biff.
2: Caca. Defeated, hey, spook. This don't concern
0: you. <laughs> oh man, see that? That's you're right. Why would Biff? Why would it make him scared? Because he got punched. I feel like he would retaliate. He'd been like, "F this! Like, one punch. All right, you got lucky, McFly. Now you and me, right now, boom."
2: But I, I wouldn't say that because Biff wasn't a greaser. He was because greasers were, I think, the only ones back in the fifties that used weapons. Um, he was more. I guess he was more physical. But I mean, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, he would just be like. I respect you for standing up for yourself. You know, I'm going to leave you alone. You know what I mean? Like, you know how some bullies are in movies? Like, they're like, or they'll shake hands and they'll just be like, you know, yeah. Like, and they like sweetness,
0: wet. right? And roll bounce.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweetness. <laughs> yeah.
0: What happens at the end of the movie when they're roller skating and then, what's his name? Uh, the, you know, little bow wow. He falls.
1: So, yeah, Xavier falls.
0: Yeah, he falls. Xavier. Yeah, he falls and sweetness instead. He's like he re- gives him respect. He no longer like is like oh you're you're just like you're low life, you're trash, you're from the other side of the city, you guys are poor. He's like all right, you know what? I respect you now because you know you proved yourself. And the other guys kind of start laughing and they shush him. But like I I, I picture that happening more. Like Biff should have exactly. been
2: like yeah
0: instead of freaking just like being afraid of him by one now, punch, Biff.
2: Don't con me. I'm sorry. i I was just like putting the second coat on. <laughs> yes. The second, like, hand on the sh- on the on the hip. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like in his like tracksuit. <laughs> see, and that's you know he's in a tracksuit. Why is he in a tracksuit? Because he during his that see that that it goes to show that is the is is right there. During his free time, he waxes cars, but his day job. He's a PE teacher. And that goes right away back to Freaks and Geeks. So that means
2: I know. Yeah, you see there's God. a connection
0: there. <laughs> that. That's why he's in a tracksuit because he's a PE teacher. So during his off days when so to make extra money, he waxes cars. So he never left that high school in which they changed the high school name and now that's where all the kids from Freaks and Geeks go.
2: You know, honestly, I would like I would totally date Beth like i mean what? i wait so okay
0: w- what biff the hey, this ain't no peep show biff or would you be the he's like oh hey marty hey your box came in the mail which which biff are you talking about
2: definitely like young biff
0: wait so you would want the rapey biff
2: no i don't want the ra- <laughs> like i don't want like like his but that's person- what he was like, he was all rapey look, come on I, he was no, like no 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 like i just think he's cute I would, I would I like
0: yeah I but you you see his personality he's an a hole he's always I mean in part 2 he tries to lift up Lorraine's skirt I, you
2: know. I would I would change him
0: really that's see th- th- that's wrong with these stupid girls i mean i'm sorry i just said that so any females listening wow No, no 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 any females listening i'm not saying all you girls are stupid but there's this yeah, is not. this is the thing girls get into the horrible relationships why because they see a guy and he could be an a-hole a huge jerk or whatever and they're like I I can change him. So it becomes a science project. So they end up dating the guy, thinking they could change the guy. And they end up falling in love with him. So the guy is still an a-hole, treats her bad, probably cheats on him or beats her. But in her mind, she still has that. But I can change him. So it's like, there you go. You're that. It's like, oh, I can change him. What if he doesn't change? And what if he's all like rapey with you because you won't give it up?
2: I like bad boys. Oh,
0: my gosh. Does your father know this? So you're saying your boyfriend's a bad boy then?
2: No, he's the complete
1: opposite.
0: hmm <laughs> There you go. So your dad will be proud once he listens to this episode. <laughs>
2: well, I feel like I have to, dad. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> All right, where we at on time? Oh, okay, perfect. Do you know, that's perfect. Uh, that was a cool little little look. Back. I mean, people, I, I, I have no issues talking about Back to the Future. Episode 24, Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Uploaded August 12, 2014. Uh, okay. And and uh, another thing that I noticed, uh, there's a website that I visit, and it was actually someone submitted this, but I'm like, hmm, were they a fan of the show, of our show? Who knows? In reality, people talk about stuff all the time. It's why, like, sometimes, you know, certain comedians, they could easily just steal acts from people, but a lot of times comedians might almost have the similar joke because... I mean, everybody can think about certain things. And I noticed something on a certain website that I visited. It was um, questions about, like, asked in movies or something like that. And there was one that, w- that it was, like, it was seriously what I brought up about Back to the Future. And it was, like, when, when, <laughs> when what do you would call it, Marty wakes up in the morning and he asks, what the hell is this? He's, like, it's, you know, well, and he's, like, what the hell are you wearing? And then, yeah, they say breakfast. He's, like, I always wear a suit and tie to the office. And then I started talking about, like, what, what the hell is going on with this? Like, why are they, like, you know, it was, like, a lot of different things. But it was, like, right there what the person brought up. And I was, like, huh. They, I'm, like, it was um, it's, like, everything that I was talking about is, like, like I said, shouldn't they all be, like, well off? It's, like, why are they still living at home having breakfast? If they're well off, they have their own jobs. You're telling me these adults or maybe, are still living or at maybe home? Or
2: maybe, like, they just started getting... This way, because if you notice, like, like they like you know, Biff comes in and he says, "Oh, Mister McFly, they just arrived." Oh, hi, Marty. I think it's your new book. No. So, or like maybe it's the book. Maybe like that's what got him. Like
0: no, because you think about it. The the the, I don't know what the brother's name is, but what was his words? I Uh, always always wear a suit and tie to the office always meaning yeah, like, that's not the first how, time he's had
2: always was always could have been a year it's still he, he's still living at home and look at her
0: she looks well off too and she has maybe, a bunch maybe of students he's,
2: he's in an internship maybe because internship get out of yeah. here well did you think about it david's probably in college you know david's not like an old man
0: okay this... he's in college but still he's he's in he works at an office they're trying to show, they're establishing the fact that they're well off. And they still live at home. And, and again, you're defending what I initially stated. I'm going to defend it! That for the movie, I get it. They need to all be there. But when you try to think logically, they shouldn't have been there. Marty should have waken up, walked out, and just seen the house all different. That's all. Marty would have been in different clothes, too. Because he's still in the he's same so, clothes.
2: But he's still a kid.
0: I know he's still a kid. He's he's like, what? He's supposed to be like 15, 16. But I'm assuming because they're well off, they would have probably bought, he could have been able to afford better clothes at most. You know I what think I mean? His room would have looked completely expensive. different. Don't you think his room would have been completely different, too? Well, yeah, he could have still been he's into a the same.
2: Boy, yeah, like but.
0: Okay, but here, put it this way whatever you enjoy, chances are he would have been better off. They're trying to establish the fact that they're better off. So don't you think in his room, he would have had at least some... Like, his bed would have been better. You know, his alarm clock would have been better. Like, he would have had more because his parents could afford better furniture, better things. He would have still been into the same music. He would have still enjoyed, like, you know, Huey Lewis and the News. But the difference is, he would have had... You know, it's just... I don't know. Uh, we're, We're, like, repeating ourselves from... A few episodes ago, but like I we said,
2: realized we went from going to talk about Star Wars, led into the Goonies, and then led into Back to the Future. Like, well, we just-
0: I I did state we weren't going to talk about Star Wars just yeah, yet. But if I did- Episode 28, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uploaded August sixteenth,
2: twenty fourteen. You're fired on my scanner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but yes. Stop, Brown... I received this from the future, and it's been erased. Of course, it's been erased. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: See that again? That makes no stupid sense because he goes into a whole dialogue talking about like future hasn't been written. There's so on and so forth. Blah blah. blah. You make the future the way you want. Blah blah blah. blah. So make it. Yet, it yet at no point did they even have to travel into the future to save Marty's kids. Like, see, that's what was stupid. Like he said, the future is what you make of it and so on and so forth. Yeah, he didn't even have to
2: do that. but, But correcting the alternate 1985, because there was two 1985s. There was, you know, the Rich family, you know, George McFly was alive. And then there was George McFly dead, Dave and dealing with problems Technically, no
0: there's there's three timelines in that, and there's there's three alternate universes. Oh yeah, well, because
2: there's a regular mixed the regular 1985 McFly family.
0: The before he travels back in before time. Before he back
2: went back yeah, in time. Yeah,
0: the the one where they're just regular, and he's watching the show. And how does he laugh when he's watching the honeymooners? Ah 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 ah! ah <laughs> 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 that story's so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. <laughs> it
2: was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car it was meant
0: to be <laughs> then there's the there's uh, alternate universe number 1 that we saw at the end of part uh of 1 was um is where they're you know he stood up to biff and he you know he's well off you know biff is a a, a you know waxes cars you know and everybody oh, I'm sorry, you know
2: the was, yeah they have money just,
0: obviously cuz yeah. they're out playing tennis <laughs> in the morning and for some reason even though the kids work at an office he still lives at home i don't know that makes no sense and then there's alternate universe number three that biff has control of the world basically so there's three alternate universes in the back to the future world you see that three alternate universes
2: kid i own the police (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm just thinking of lines right now that i could totally say just to fit every uh universe alternate universe yeah Oh my God! Well, so we're, good. Yeah, Such well,
3: we just
0: really quick. To... Episode thirty-six, one-year anniversary, uploaded February twenty-first, twenty-fifteen. And to me, it's like, hey, they're not copying, but they did ask us a question because, and this is, I, I, I don't think you, I should have told you guys, like, hey, check it out, the notification <laughs> check out, so we could talk about it. But they, they, I don't know, Max, did you see Project Almanac? Uh, no, I didn't. What about you, Renats? Nope. Okay, well, I guess if that one, you know, freaking (laughs) Blair Witch. Like, no, I didn't see it
2: either. (laughs) But
0: we're not gonna we're not gonna be really talking about that (laughs) because, see, the thing is, I guess in the movie, what happens, and what he was explaining on the show is that in the movie, there there's a there's a scene where they send the car, like back in time, like a minute back in time or something like that, and I guess. That what they were referencing, the si- Silent mics guys, what they were referencing was that they were saying that, oh, they kind of were playing homage to, like, I, or, or or maybe it was by accident to Back to the Future. Because if you remember in the first film, what does Doc Brown do? When he first shows up, Marty shows up. He's like, Marty, come here, come here. You know, and he pulls him there. And then, remember, the car and all that nonsense. And he. Phew. Huh?
2: No, I was just saying. Like uh, he
0: says, yeah, I need fuel. Yeah, and and then that's when like he 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 felt you know he he has Einstein the dog and he and he sends him into the future right and he sends him and he sends him one minute ahead of time and remember and that's where they're like he's a he's mm-hmm. like it works you know and he gets all happy right and he's like. See, but the thing is, you know what's funny, though, about that scene? Is that, okay, they're they're both standing there, right? First, like, he's, like, doing with, like, the, the remote control. He's, like, putting it up. He's getting the speed. He pulls it up to, I can't remember, about, like, 60 or 70. And then he releases it, right? And at that point, Marty wants to step away, but Doc kind of pulls him. But at that point, the car disappears, and Doc is extremely shocked that it worked. So that probably means... That that was the, I mean, just the, his reaction was the the first time that thing ever worked. Right.
2: Yeah, that's, so, what, he, that, that's what he says. He's like, I finally figured
0: out something that works. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that means he wasn't 100% positive that that car was going to disappear. Mm-hmm. So right. why was he putting, I mean, I understand his dumbass putting himself right there in the well, line of fire scientists, why wouldn't he put himself in front of a car? Well, that's what scientists do, right? Scientists, they do kind of, sometimes they gotta go to do that experiment where they're probably gonna harm themselves. They're like, you know what, I, enough with the test subjects. You know, he's gonna be like Beast and test it on himself. It might backfire, right? And then, then you know, Beast becomes all blue and hairy. On it. But what, okay, but why would he do that to his buddy McClyde You know, why would he pull Marty aside? Because if it didn't work, guess what? That DeLorean... Would have had a bloodied up windshield. It would have well, killed.
2: To see that he wanted to get it on camera. That was the thing. It was. It was okay. fact that he wanted his buddy to see this. It was more like shooting it on camera.
0: But you're you're telling me that's the only angle that they would be able to shoot that.
2: Well, I mean, I guess he just wanted just the he liked frontal view. <laughs> he just wanted the, like,
0: <laughs>
3: <Frontal> the, <view>. <laughs> <laughs> to
2: like frontal view.
0: My my assumption <laughs> is is that Doc was confident that it this this moment. It was going to work. As shocked as he was, it, that ha, that's the only logical it explanation. Because The
2: result of it just disappearing, which is probably the shocking thing. He probably said, oh, well, with every calculation that I did, it has yeah. to come out to it disappearing at this particular moment. Yeah, because it was a risk.
0: Because if, if that car, at that moment of impact, it would have been 88 miles per hour. Podcast, eh? It would have been 88 miles per hour right at that moment. The moment of impact, because it says 88 miles per hour is when it, the time circuits, you know, they, they kick and sends it back in time or to the future, right? So it disappeared right when it was going to make contact with them. And then it disappeared. So that means 88 miles per hour, that's when they would have been hit. And then the way that car and the, the, the shape of it, the DeLorean, they would have just like their legs would have they would have slammed forward <laughs> right onto the windshield but that's what I'm saying like Doc was like kind of if you think about it he's kind of an a-hole for bringing Marty into the the, the line of fire you know because he wasn't even sure it was going to work but th- well,
2: Marty is kind of a dumbass himself because Marty thinks that well I mean we really want to look at it this way he's like oh I think Doc Brown is so awesome you yeah. know that is I'm true so it's always craziest because reality right now sucks for me as a teenager i'm always getting in trouble by my principal I might as well try Back. to be a, te- a typical teenager boy and blow up shit and then <laughs> that's you know you're you're stage want to do see and then actually when you think about it though
0: marty he could have run off he yeah, could have gotten out of the way but he didn't even though doc brown pulled him like said like kind of give him that don't move like stay here he still trusted him and didn't no, run off. Like,
3: man, if I'm going down, you're coming down with me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, and I'm not taking my <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: but that wasn't the <laughs> question.
2: Our listen, to hours on this.
0: <laughs> Here's the question, I guess, uh, where they wanted, to, uh, where they were asking us. Um, they want to have our thoughts on it. But this, really, I started like trying to really think about this, and it start, I, I started getting lost with. Time travel and theory and everything because in the movie, like I said, they send the car, I guess, back in time a minute or something like that. But in Back to the Future, he sends it a minute forward. So when that car disappears, a minute for them in real time, a minute passes and the car gets sent into the future. So when they look at the stopwatches, the time is the same, just our time is a minute ahead, where that time still stayed the same. But it moved a minute, you know, with it, you know, and no, it, it's no, just no, like, okay. No.
2: There's two things I don't understand. Okay. During that, well, the beginning. Like, first he says, meet me 12 p.m. at Twin Pines Mall. Why would you choose a time where kids are most likely to still be up? I don't mean, I don't know if, like, back in the 80s, like, be, like 12 o'clock was. Mm-hmm. What?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, 12
2: a.m., sorry. 12 a.m., like, don't you think that kids would be up at that time or I don't know if the 80s like you just decided to like all kids from the 80s just slept at that normal time nobody was up I mean because
0: yeah I mean you're right
2: like right now if I said hey see what he's doing also the um the terrorist or whatever like how did they know when he was gonna be there how did he even know he was there like exactly it's like voices they found me I don't know how they found me and,
0: wait, what, Max?
3: So they were probably Russians, right? I forget what they were. No, so they were Libyans. Libyans. Libyans.
2: They, Libyans, Libyans. Is,
0: they hired Doc Brown. <laughs> it, it was the eighties. They shouldn't. Wait, was it the Libyans or were they Syrians? Uh, no, I think they were Libyans. Um, um,
2: and then Marty saw ask at the end. Well, I can go back and warn him. Five minutes ought to do it. No, okay. ten minutes ought to do it. Oh yeah, ten
0: minutes. Dude, do right. an hour? Why? Why? He's a, he's a moron. But at the same time, it's like okay. When when the car crashes the van and it flips, I know we've talked about this plenty of times before, but I'll bring it up again. What happens to the terrorists? The car flips, and then right. that's when you know Marty goes right there, and that's when he goes, "How would you know?" And then he he brings out the paper, right, remember? Right. And you know, and it's it. Renata pointed out to me it's actually taped.
2: <laughs> he didn't know it was
0: taped. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where do you I he used to bug me forever. But um, yeah, so at that point,
2: I saw the mystery.
0: The car goes into the future. The all the van just flipped. It didn't. It, it just crashed and fell over. It didn't blow up. It didn't kill the guys. So why? Why? What happened to them? But the thing is about theory is like, my. I, let me just answer the podcast. I um, it's confusing because like if they send, all right, if right now this time right now let's just say it all right i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it's 9 30 right now p.m okay if it's 9 30 and we have a time machine and we send something back in time a minute i would figure it's it's completely gone for us to exist right now it would be gone but then at the same time i guess it wouldn't because if i send something into the future i'm just gonna catch up to it and i'll
3: finally see it but if it's not linear hmm time's not linear and any kind of time travel thing, time's not in a line. T- time is, like, all-encompassing. It's always, like, connected.
0: Yeah. Well— It's not linear. See, that's why, like, I guess what—I what, mean, like, see, here's the thing. Would it be, like—because they mentioned the butterfly effect, and they, they say they weren't fans of it, but I really love the butterfly effect. But I'm wondering if it would be like that. Like, let's just say right now. Okay, Renata, let's just say you have—you know, we came across a $1,000, right? Uh, Like, uh, you know, uh, and we send it back in time or for both of you, let's just say each of you send you guys a thousand dollars back in time when you guys were like, let's just say 15 years old. Don't you think it's going to change your future? Right. But wouldn't it that moment change the future? So you guys now. Would you guys? You guys would know what's happening, but would the world change where all these new memories would exist here in your mind because of things
3: that change? Because it that all depends on the the real or their interpretation of time travel. It's kind of like zombies. Yeah, there's different different zombies, and you know what kind of zombies they are and stuff. It's the same thing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I, you
0: know the, what? You're the, right. The I
2: understand how like one little thing can just change everything, like the world. Well, that's
0: the term, the butterfly effect. You know how, like, a butterfly flapping its wings, like, 1,500 miles away can cause a tsunami, you know, somewhere else, you know? And, I mean, but it's true. Like, Max, I love what you just said because I never thought of it that way. Time travel is the zombie of film, you know? Or even in general because we don't—time travel isn't, isn't, you know, possible now that we know of, you know? But— it's so true that it it is that because it's it's our way of interpreting like what's the best thing of what it could be because like i said when it comes to the butterfly effect he travels back in time he alters something when he comes back into the future everything's altered everybody else is different he's the only one that knows what happened but he gains new memories and then his mind is just filled with a massive amount of new memories and it builds like a whole life has just changed and and with that's why it's just like okay but it it seems like with like what what would happen back to the future see marty when he traveled back in time he traveled back in time he altered everything right so that means his whole the moment he's born to the point when he leaves with doc his lifestyle was changed you know it's supposedly they're rich even though The the brother and sister still live at home, you know, and they have good jobs, yet they all live at home. But
3: You know what's interesting is, like, okay, I watch Doctor Who, and I love Doctor Who, and they play around with all this time travel. Like, In in my opinion, they're the best because in in Doctor Who, time isn't linear. It's not a giant line. It's all compassing, right? So there's this uh, episode where they go back in time. It's with David Tennant, and uh, they go back into Shakespeare's time. And during this time, witches come. And the witch the witches are trying to destroy the earth. And Doctor Who's companion is saying, Well, we don't have to worry because this doesn't happen in my timeline. Mm. Or this doesn't happen in my history in my past, in the history, you know, that I born in. And then he said, That's being rewritten now. So even though they were going back in time, yeah, something from an outside source also traveled back in time in trying to destroy the Earth in back in the 1500s, mm-hmm. but they destroyed the witches and then the actual event actually happened. Or the witches died and then you know the the history was back to normal. Nothing bad happened. But I love the way that Doctor Who just plays with time and they like yeah. blow every freaking episode.
0: So does that mean like let's just say. Um, Oh, perfect example, Renata. You wanted to be on all that and like uh, all those shows when you were a kid, right? Uh Um, Like, what if, like, you 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 had like knowledge of great jokes right now from certain comedians or whatever? I don't know. Like, you worked your craft now, like right now, because as a kid you didn't know it. But you worked your craft now, and then what you did is you traveled back in time to that kid, and you gave her all your notes, all your jokes, everything that you've been working your craft and you got on all that when you traveled back to this time now would that mean because then this that is we could interpret it i mean interpret it our way like would this mean that either one you come back and you're still in this timeline now everything is still normal but at that moment you switched out a new timeline existed so it's kind of like back to the future remember how it shows that does that mean like there's a new there's just a whole new timeline yeah. where that life you're there's living an, it?
2: there's an alternate 2015.
0: Yeah, there's an alternate 2015, but you'll never because get to see that. You're still going to be living in this world even okay. though there's another
2: or did your have,
0: life change right now?
2: But I don't think I would have any memory of what I did because I was too busy going back in time and doing whatever unless you sort of gain that knowledge because or like or what if there's an alternate Renata in 2015? Like mm-hmm. you, did you ever think about that. Like what if there's like a double ganger or like tw- a a twin or something, or, like... Like, that's that's what I don't understand, either. Like, how could... Like, how did Marty, like, go back to an alternate 1985 without seeing himself?
0: Yeah, you know, um... Well, (laughs) 198. Yeah, yeah, see, because that's the thing. If time isn't, like Max was saying, if it's not linear, if there's a bunch of, you know, and if we play it off kind of like Sliders... Remember Sliders? Wait, what? I'm
2: I'm saying because, uh, what was her name? Um, Marty's girlfriend...
0: Uh, Lorraine. No, oh, that's a- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah.
2: Jennifer saw herself
0: in the future, yeah. though.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, wait, wait. How? No, that's a serious freaking question. How did they see themselves in the future if they disappeared at that moment to go to the future? That means they left. There's, there is no Marty family. There is no. You know, freaking generate. Right. They left, so the past can happen, obviously, but there is no future because the world it don't would, exist. Yeah, the world would see them as like they went missing. We don't know what happened to them, and now they finally appeared. So
2: then that means in Back but to the, the Future, future it's sort of different. The it's future, a lie. <laughs> the, the future is more like um. I, what well, I believe is, it, future can just predict anything. Like the future is the future, you know. Like, I mean, the past can change, but I feel like the future can be also. But, like, but see, that's like, the thing. I don't know. Like, We're not.
0: Let's just say you, you want to jump ahead to your birthday. So if you flash forward to your birthday tomorrow, it's...
2: it's time stops, it, I feel like and when when
0: no no no. But well, see. What it no all right let's just say you have wait, a big test my,
2: my year
0: let's just say you have a big test on Sunday okay you have a big test on Sunday but you can't wait to you go to your Disney trip that's in July so if you try if you flash forward you, you, if right now if you try and travel to July are you there to take the test on Sunday
3: oh snap no <laughs>
0: right? See, so how is it that Marty and and, and Jennifer are there to have babies get married at the chapel of love? How are they able to pull that off? How is Marty able if right at that moment when they flash forward to the future? Right. That means none of that exists. Who who crashes into the Rolls Royce? This is getting too heavy. Right. Man, this is heavy, Doc. You know, right. It's so... I don't know. So, silent mics, I apologize. We probably confused you guys more. It was a great question, but we are all confused because, like I said, that was... I I don't know. Unless there's alternate worlds. Like, if you've ever seen the show Sliders... There, there's like fifty billion Earths. Something
2: that humans just can't comprehend, and let's just keep it at a. It's it.
0: not like yeah, they, right. I agree. There's no way because there's again, it's zombies. There's so many you could do different worlds and this and that, and you know, like that's why it just it it's hard. It's hard to understand, and my thing. mind's gonna explode.
2: Mindset <laughs> that is presently right now is like like I'm going deep every second of my life. Like with every conversation I have, I'm like. Well, what is the meaning of the day? Why are we here? Why were we set in this, like, or was, was there another one of us? Like, you know, is this the only, like, was I the only Renata? Like, you know, was there Renatas before me? Like, was I a whore in 1588? Was I, a, like, disco queen in 1970? Like, you know, like, was there, like, or, like, oh God, there's just so many, like, things that I just, I think, I think about Time traveling zombies would be awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that's gonna happen. <laughs> Flash forward it's to like, like five years. It's like years. the
3: scientist who goes into certain times in in, in, in like space and time, mm-hmm. and then he just unleashes zombies to wipe out humanity and stuff at certain points. Yeah. Like the freaking flood was caused by zombies. Yes. Oh.
1: There you oh. Go. See, and they kind
0: of did do that in that Call of the Call of Duty zombie game. They kind of right. did that because it kind of made it seem like the zombies did time travel a bit um excuse me but yeah i mean it, it, it is confusing but again like right now like l- let's just say you, i i feel like there's alternate timelines every single moment every time you need to make a decision like right now renata earlier like Wait. let's just say you were busy and you had a ton of homework so you didn't record so that means there, the moment you made your decision to, like, come on and record, that means there's one timeline that has you coming on and recording with me and Max, but there's also another timeline where it's just me and Max recording and you're not recording the episode.
2: Oh, oh, oh I, get, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, perfect example, because in my mosaic class, you were talking about this. You were talking about, like, free, like, um, free, like free will. basically how free will plays in a human being's life yeah like like does and we were saying does god give us the free will but if god's all powerful and all-knowing and he knows what's going to go on is it really us having free will you know but then I thought about it. I was like, no, maybe, like, God's just like, hey, like, you know, I'm going to give you free will to either choose the right or the left, but I know what the consequences are. I know how it's going to end up if you choose either side. It's just your choice. I don't know what your choice is going to be, but I know what's going to happen if you choose, like, door A or door B, practically. So, in a way, I feel like that, yeah, life itself is just like, or time is just filled with a bunch of A and B doors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if I if I chose to do homework, like would this would would there be this playing going on?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. Would,
2: Would there um or would it be as fun or like I don't know? I wouldn't know what I would probably be sleeping
0: yeah see so there'd be there'd be three three timelines right now there'd be the one where renata's studying doing the homework there's another timeline where you're actually recording the show with us and then there's another timeline where you actually took a nap and all those had consequences that led to a new timeline that goes off somewhere within your life and likewise with me there could have been a timeline where it's like oh you know what i'm too busy to record i'm not going to record tonight but then there's that other one that's i'm recording and see where that goes I don't
3: know. and now
0: song of the week And since we talked about my favorite 80s movie of all time, I thought, you know what? This is the perfect movie to, I mean, well, perfect episode to give you my favorite 80s song of all time. So today the song comes from Tintin and the song is called Kiss Me. This song, I just love this song, but this honestly has to be my favorite midnight song. Um and what i mean by that is that it's that song like the just the way the music is the melody the the, the it, i don't know it, it almost comes off very melodic at times and and i mean i you know l- let me explain because it's like when you're there was a time frame where and it would be you know for for any situation but for me there is this whole time frame where I would be getting out of work late. So it would be around 2:30 in the morning. I'd be driving home and I'd put on certain songs and then you know the roads empty there's it's just like no one's really out in the world everybody's sleeping and then certain songs like I'd be playing you know at the time there was like CDs and then it came to my iPod, you know, and and Certain songs would pop on and it would just fit that mood just right, like the just that midnight feel, that late hour music, and this was one of those songs. There's something about this music that like the way the synths come on and, and, and the beats, it's just like it fits perfectly for that mood and especially those times when I started going like clubbing going to those like industrial goth clubs and 80s clubs you know and coming home you know afterwards and then you know even at at times like or being on a date or when I was with like you know my ex-wife and stuff like that and just coming home from an event or just going out like doing a midnight adventure where you're like you know you're up late you know you're you have insomnia or something and you're like let's go get something eat, and you drive out miles away just to go somewhere and then you just play this song and there's a bunch of other songs that I have but this is like that one song this is why I love this song so much you know this song was released in 1982 and there's there's two versions there's like this radio edit and then there's like the long like seven minute uh version um still debating on which one I'll give you um not really sure I'll probably give you the shorter version um but yeah but this song uh for me it was it was it was such a a huge, just, I don't know. I love this song. And, and what's cool that I even love the cool little Robbie Williams, you know, uh, cover that he did. It, it still sounds good. Um, but yeah, like this, this, uh, this song, it's, it's such a, it's such a great song. Yeah. Like I said, it was released in 82, but then again, it was released in 85. Um, so, so it was like two, this is freaking separate versions. But, but yeah, like, uh, again, I'm telling you, like, aside from all, like, the the info I can give you, like, oh, you know, it reached these charts and such and such and so on and so forth. Um, for me, I'm I'm giving you the reasons actually why I love this song. So, yeah, so hopefully you guys dig it and, you know, make sure, you know, follow our podcast and check us out. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you enjoyed our nice little, you know, tribute look back. Uh, to uh, the film Back to the Future, but I think it's time we get into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.